Welcome to Minimalist Chicks, a limited series podcast about two longtime besties on a journey of figuring out how to adult and do it without all the extraness of life. Each week, we'll bring you a different super real and funny episode on living the minimalist lifestyle, from decluttering your kitchen and closet to hoarding keepsakes, and also what it's like trying to be a minimalist wife and mom when your spouse ain't about that life. I'm Brina. And I'm Dina. No relation. And this is Minimalist Chicks. Join us on our journey and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. For more on the show, check out minimalistchicks.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Pinterest for mini inspiration. Get it? Mini inspiration? Minimalism? (laughs) Now let's get started. Okay, welcome back, listeners. Um, You are tuned in to Minimalist Chicks, and we have with us Monique Wise today. Hi, Monique. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming on the show to chat with us. Thanks for having me. So we are going to jump right in and just start talking to you. Um, Now, Monique, I know you from um, meeting you at a uh, conference in I know, like like Dina and I, you don't necessarily like identify as a minimalist just yet. Is that right? That is correct. Um, I, I feel like I have way too much stuff to be a minimalist, even though people wonder how I survive on the little bit of stuff I have. Right. Okay. But that's fine because Dina and I are the same way. We have some stuff yes. that we're trying to get rid of, right? We're in on, the same boat. Yes. In the same boat. So we are all three on this journey to minimalism. <laughs> um, however, when I met you... Um, (laughs) I met you, um, in Florida and you got there with a backpack on your back and I had a bag I had to check. So, um, tell us a little bit about that, how you got to the conference, what you took to the conference, um, how you survived the conference. (laughs) Well, if I'm going somewhere for... I want to say, even when I went somewhere, I went to Belize. Um, that was my first solo or international trip. And I was there for like five days, maybe six. And I just had a backpack. Probably the same one I took to blog her. Um, so how that conference came about, to be honest, I mean, I had a nine to five at the time. I'm trying to remember. I, I, I was still working my nine to five. Um, and I think I saw something pop up online. I don't know if someone retweeted it or what. And I'm like, a conference for bloggers and it's just women? So I literally maybe a week before, if even a full week, bought my ticket, used points to book the flight. And I just, I literally threw two outfits in a bag and um, maybe one extra pair of shoes and went. I mean, and one of my complaints that weekend was that I forgot my earrings. Like there were so many little things that I forgot, but I literally didn't care. Like I'll survive. I'm not really materialistic. So it was cool for me, you know. An outfit for Saturday, an outfit for Sunday, and that and, was it. And you were so cute. I was just like, what? <laughs> like, how do you make those decisions? Like, I love it. I had a bag that I had to check. I didn't know. I was like, do I want to wear a jean jacket? Did I want to, you know, all these different jeans I had. You know, I have a blog about denim. So, uh, yeah. But you were super <laughs> cute and, like, just with a backpack. And I think you had, like, your laptop, I think you took, you had with you also. Yeah. And just yeah. the pairing earrings, like that's 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 awesome that that was all you were like missing. <laughs> okay, I have questions because I'm just baffled. 
um, as a person who travels a lot and goes to conferences too, like, I think for me, when I'm packing, it's like that what if factor, like, oh, what if it rains? Oh, what if I get invited to this kind of event? Oh, what if, like, it's more casual? Oh, what if it's hot? Like, right. have you ever been in a situation where, like, you, like, you use that packing strategy of, like, just very minimal, like, basic two or three outfits, but you... Like, got there and then felt, like, underprepared for something? Like, has that ever happened? Um, I want to say literally the only time that's happened was at that conference where I, I wore this long sleeve dress, but the dress also went to the floor. And since we were in Orlando, that dress didn't work outside, but in the hotel where it was cool, it worked out just fine. Um, I can be very, very indecisive so when I make a decision it has to be a snap decision I don't need options options is bad for someone like me <laughs> right. so it has to be even when I go places and it's like oh you know my friends are like I'll change at night or we're gonna go out here no I'm gonna put this outfit on when I wake up and wear it until I take it off to go to bed like that's just how I am that's a good that's way great. to live your life yeah and I'm like oh what if I want to change after the conference and then wear <laughs> this to dinner yeah, yeah, I have to. Why do we live in such a costume change like mindset? Like, why? Like, why do we feel like we need like an outfit for every event of the day? Like, where does that come from? That's I don't so know. Funny. I think we. I, I know with me, it's like I want to be cute. Like we think we're <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross in real life out here, and it's just. I try to pack something, you know, things that are going to be transitional or, you know, if I just change my shoes or throw on some heels, if I take them, and that may never happen. But things you can dress down throughout the day versus having to put on a whole new outfit. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. Transitional pieces. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Well, Monique, tell us a little bit about um, your blog and how you got started and um, where you are right now today after working and leaving your job. Well, my blog is Wanderlust My Way. Um, it's strictly a travel blog with a few lifestyle pieces, but mainly travel. That's all I focus on. And um, I just decided very recently that my niche is for solo female travelers because that's what I do. Um, I got started because I want to say four, maybe five years ago, I was. I still am really into fashion, which doesn't work with this lifestyle <laughs> but I'm very much into fashion and so I wanted to start a fashion blog and I had taken maybe one or two trips and put those on my blog and I realized those got more attention and traction than my fashion posts so somewhere along the lines you know when I moved to, I get I kind of strayed away from that blog I just wasn't keeping up with it when I got to New York I was in a a flight hub where, you know, I was finding cheap flights every week to somewhere new. I wasn't going every week, but you could find them. So I started traveling a lot more than I originally was. And yeah, I just, I had content, but I wasn't putting it anywhere. Um, I went through a really horrible breakup and I decided, you know what, I'm going to do something with myself. I'm going to focus my energy into something, which travel is probably the one thing I can say that I really love. Like it is my passion. And at that point I came up, came up with Wanderlust My Way. That's awesome. I love it. So Monique, you, you left a full-time job to do this. Is that right? Yes. Um, it is December. So in October, I put in my two weeks notice at my nine to five. Um, because I really love to travel and I, I was tired of saying, 
I'm going to wait until I have this amount of money or I'm going to, I'm going to do it next year, this month, next year. I I literally have had like four or five different dates of when I was going to do it. And it kind of helped and was a little push that I was very, very unhappy with my job. I wasn't one of those people who, you know, I like, I love what I do or I love my boss so much or the people that I work with. And that those little things will get you to stay just a little bit longer. I have finally gotten to the point where I was like, I am done. (laughs) I need to. Like, I, I didn't even say what I was going to do. You don't even need to know all that. Um, I quit my two weeks notice. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> How has your life, like, changed since you did that? I mean, that's a huge decision. Like, what what all is different now? I, I would imagine that's a very different, yeah. I feel like I'm more at peace now, which was very important to me because If you had known me this year, one of the things, even though I had, there were good times this year, but I would just always talk about how unhappy I was. Like mentally I was in a horrible place and I can honestly say that I am happier now. I feel at peace. Life isn't perfect. And you know, this journey may not be easy. I'm sure there'll be plenty of rough times. I mean, even in Columbia, I tend to think about the good things more than the bad things, but I can probably name 15 things about Columbia that were just tragic, but nothing will outweigh the life that I was living before. And I am happier. And to me, that's all that matters. I just wanted to be happy for me. My happiness is what matters. Yeah. That's way more important than spending like 98% of your life at a job you hate, like yes. every day. Well, how do you travel now? Now that you're, um, working do you still do like I'm sure you have all like the inside tips on um trap like you said travel hubs and stuff but how do you um travel now do you do um or do you get like sponsorships like what what's going on with you now how can we be like you if when it comes to sponsorships it's usually for me maybe a sponsored tour. I've had a uh, sponsored hotel stays before because I'm selling myself as a travel blogger. So I'm still paying for my flights. Um, I've, I've had, even though I've also worked with airlines before, but those things aren't every single time. And I'm sure there are plenty of travel bloggers who anytime they step out of their doors, pay for it. They, you get the car paid for it, you get the hotel, the flight, yeah. the train, whatever. I've had that stuff comped before, but it's not consistent. So my flights, if I'm not paying for them out of pocket, I'm using points that I've accumulated. Um, And I'm still searching for those flights where I always talk about this trip from New York to Dominican Republic round trip. I paid $124. Those flights still they still pop up every week. Um, I'm still, you know, scrunching and saving, uh, trying to be frugal with it. But I'm coming out of pocket. And then now and then, you know, I'll get certain things. So I'll have content for my blog comp or as a technical quote unquote influencer on Instagram, I'll either get a lot of things for free or I get paid to post certain stuff. So that money I set aside and in addition to other money that I've saved and that's how I'm working this until, you know, we have a, a system, a consistent system going on, but I have no problem coming out of my pocket. I don't regret quitting my job. I don't need that money every month. The money can be a dick and you realize how much you really don't need. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a little clutch to keep you in that space. Yeah. Well, tell us how, how do you pack um, when you travel? Like what are your must haves? Like when you're packing and then also like when you're going out for a tour, like what do you take with you? Uh, I'll start with the tour. 
when I go out for a tour, I make sure I have my DSLR camera. Um, I have my phone on me, of course, just to have it, but also because I now vlog on my phone solely versus using my camera. Um, that can be kind of clunky, and I don't want to walk around with a huge thing in my face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I just make sure I have my phone and my camera. Um, if it's a walking tour, which I've been doing a lot of lately, I'll make sure I have a pair of sneakers. And they don't even have to be that comfy because... Growing up in D.C., I'm a walker. Living right. in New York for three years, yep. I am a walker. Yep. So I, I walk in anything for however many hours. As far as packing to travel somewhere, I was just thinking about this today. And the first thing I would recommend, at least for female travelers, and I know a lot of you aren't open to this, but a menstrual cup, uh, whether or not you think you're about to have your cycle, have your menstrual cup. You don't need to carry around, you know, 25 tampons, a whole bunch of pads, the menstrual cup can be a lifesaver really? if you're open to it. Wow. Okay. Good to know. As far as clothing-wise, I remember when I first started my uh, fashion blog all those years ago, one of my favorite bloggers, would <laughs> she would say how it's kind of tacky to wear uh, leggings or sweatpants to the airport. And so that always stuck with me. And so I, have, I, I wanted to start wearing jeans. So I have this pair of Banana Republic jeans. Uh, they're distressed denim, ripped everywhere they're loose fitting and then they happen to also stretch which i love nice so if you see me boarding a plane i will have on these jeans they're still (laughs) (laughs) travel jeans (laughs) yeah i wear them to the place i wear them when traveling in between countries i wear them back home they're in the suitcase and then um i try to take some cute casual shirts like maybe a couple button downs that I can wear when I'm like lounging around or looking like a bum, but I could also, you know, tuck them into a pair of pants yeah. and they look really cute. Um, and then I don't know, a, a pair of cute walkable shoes. Like they, they're still very cute and stylish, but I'm having these on my feet because I know I'm about to walk for like four hours straight. Mm-hmm. So you never know what's happening. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, regular clothes, maybe I'll take a couple dresses, uh, I, I tend to take workout gear, but I never really work out. Traveling. <laughs> You're traveling. That is a workout. Yeah. Like I, I walk everywhere in the city. So it's like, I've already burned my calories for the day and I don't need to go running anywhere. Right. Um, <laughs> and plenty of panties, <laughs> a couple yes. of and plenty of panties. Gotta have those. Gotta have those. That's yep. Mm-hmm. So, Monique, you talked a little bit about it before when you were talking about your transition from leaving your job, your full-time job, but talk a little bit more about your take on things and possessions and how you view just stuff, just in general in life. Well, um, I kind of think, I feel like the people that I know, I've always had a lot less than others, but I go through these periods throughout the year, maybe three, maybe four times where I'll just purge because I want to buy new pieces that are more investment pieces. And I'm like, I'm thinking back on everything in my closet and I'm like, I have this, this, and this, and I don't even wear it. So I may buy a few things and then I'll go home and I'll just do an intense purge of things that. I didn't get rid of during the last purge because I'm like, oh, I'm going to wear this. I'm, I'm going to make it a point to wear this. And I never do. And when I had my nine to five, I felt like I had a uniform where I was wearing the same thing every week. And I still do. I, I, I wear pretty much the same things. Those jeans that I was talking about, I travel with. I could wear those two times during the week as well. And I don't care who sees. Like, yes. I try to, I try to keep the pieces that I could wear to death. 
but switch it up doing the whole dress up, dress down thing. Um, and I just focus on having those. And as far as my feelings towards stuff, I feel like, I hope she doesn't hear me. My mom <laughs> will buy so many things just because they're on sale. Yes. And that could have been something for me, like trigger me where I'm like, just because it's cheap doesn't mean you have to have it. Exactly. And you're never going to use it. Like I see it sitting here collecting dust. Mm -hmm. So I I really don't know when the switch happened in my head, but I used to be addicted to shopping. It was something, I I mean, I never had closets full of stuff, but it was just something, you know, that I would do. It's, It's therapeutic. If I'm upset, you know, let me, let me go to this store. Let me go to my favorite store and, you know, window shop, but window shopping always turned into buying something for me. So one day I literally was like, I don't need all of this stuff. And then when I realized I wanted to travel indefinitely, I'm like, I have nothing to do with all of this stuff. All of this stuff can't fit on my carry on because I'm not checking a bag voluntarily. (laughs) So I just got rid of stuff. And over that period, I stopped shopping. So I, I don't buy things unless I really, really, really need it. And me not shopping meant that I don't have that urge anymore. So I find other outlets when, you know, I am upset or even if I'm in a good mood when, and most people will be like, oh, well, let's go shopping. Like, I'll just do something else with my time. It's no longer something that I, I, I do out of a, I don't know. I, it's not an emotion attached mm-hmm. to it anymore. For me. It's better to have. What are like, some of those? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, babe. I was going to say it's better to have like inexpensive, like things to do when you're emotional like for me it's chocolate so a bag of m&ms i'm good mm-hmm. like that will just like <laughs> even me out like i do not have to buy a pair of shoes or a coat it's a bag of m&ms nice and cheap that works yeah yeah it i was gonna ask like what are some of those other things that you like begin you have begun to like turn towards to kind of deal with that urge where shopping used to kind of feel I go through different phases. So at one point, and this could have been for like a year and a half straight, I would hit the gym when I would get really emotional or like upset about something or frustrated. And I would be at the gym either before work or on my lunch break. And then I would go after work for a long period of time. I did that, even though sometimes two a day workouts, you know, it it doesn't even do anything for you. Um, Like I said, I'm a walker. And when I say that that is therapy for me, It was something I would do every now and then in D.C., but in New York, I would just leave out of my house and I would go for a walk. Or after work, I worked in um, Midtown Manhattan. I would walk all the way home to Brooklyn. Like, that is my thing. And it also works when I'm traveling. You know, I'm just bored and have nothing to do. I really enjoy exploring new neighborhoods or getting lost or even in D.C., you know, checking out places I I know like the back of my hand. But it's like, well, let me walk down this street. I've never seen this street. So, like, that's my thing now. Hmm. Yeah, walking is good. Good thinking space also. Or YouTube as well. I get lost in the rabbit hole. Oh, on a no. Daily basis. Yeah, oh, the yes. YouTube hole can, yeah, it's hard <laughs> to get back up from that one. Well, Monique, with you traveling a lot, now you just moved from, from New York City um, back home to D.C. Welcome home. Yay. Um, how has that, like, affected, like, your relationships or with you, um, you know, dating? <laughs> or keeping friends or maintaining your friendships? How has um, you being a travel blogger and traveling a lot affected um, your friendships, relationships? Um, as far as relationships, um, dating in New York. 
Oh, yeah. It was so <laughs> horrible. I've heard the story. <laughs> whether, or not, was, whether or not I was traveling, it was horrible. So to be honest, it, it's really turned me off. Like right now, I, I'm on Tinder, which is the worst place to be. But I've downloaded it just, you know, for whenever I get bored, I, I may get on and swipe. And then I'm like, why did I swipe right on <laughs> you? I want it's literally a boredom for me. But I've to be completely honest, dating in New York has turned me off. So right now I'm going through this thing where I don't want nobody. Yeah. But yeah. as far as friendships, like it's like I left DC to go to school in Pittsburgh. And then when I got back, I was here for a couple of years and then went to New York. So like my friends are used to this. And then the friends in New York are like, come see me for new years. And I'll get there when I get there. Like they know me, they know that I'm liable to be anywhere on earth at any minute. So they're used to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I did realize one thing that I I always miss when traveling and it's probably literally the only thing is certain foods and especially my mom's cooking. So, you know, sometimes I'll be sitting somewhere and I'm like, I can't wait to get home to my mom and I have a menu for her. And (laughs) like people that annoy you when, when you're around them, like I kind of miss you. Yeah. It really affected them too much. Oh, good. That's good. So big question. What are your like key tips and tricks for being able to afford constant travel? For me so far, it's being open to um, different types of lodging. So I have never been, I have to stay in a four or five star hotel. That's never been me. I love Airbnb. Some places are not as good as others. In fact, in, within the last week, I have had so many problems, but Airbnb has come through. They've either run me my money back. They always do. Yes, girl. I've had bad experiences too, but they they always step right on in. It's like, girl, <laughs> we found you a hotel. We got it. We're depositing that right back for the refund. I will say they are very good about that. Sorry, just had to interject. <laughs> <laughs> little testimony. Yes. <laughs> I swear by Airbnb. I'm also very open to hostels, which can sometimes they run you the same amount as Airbnb, which is why I don't understand why people don't lean towards Airbnb a little bit more. But as far as hostels, it's come in handy when I visited some of not only the most expensive countries that I've ever gone to, but some of the most expensive countries on earth, like Iceland, Copenhagen. So, um, I, 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 in both, I think in Iceland, I use an Airbnb, but it was run like a hostel. In Copenhagen, in London, I've used uh, hostels, actual hostels booked on hostelworld.com. And I could have booked an Airbnb or, you know, try to get a hotel. I'm sure I had a few points, but, you know, I, I go with hostels that are convenient because they're usually in city centers or near some type of transportation. And I booked the ones that I thought were like, gorgeous like i saw pictures and i'm like oh my god this is so funky they have a bar in the lobby they have a dj there every night like i'm in there so that really helps when i'm not spending 250 plus on a hotel every night um airbnb comes in handy because i usually have access to a kitchen and recently when i was in columbia that was my first time not having access to a kitchen and i like went grocery shopping and then found out i'm not allowed to use the kitchen but (laughs) usually you know go grocery shopping and, you know, bring back groceries. So I'm not eating out several times a day or have fruit in the morning because as soon as you wake up, you're not exactly starving always. So that saves you like 15, 20 bucks because in a city, like I'll use Copenhagen again. All I want when I'm in Europe for some reason is like a croissant and some tea for breakfast. That was running me like 10, $11 Whoa. in the countries I've gone to. 
for a piece of bread and a tea bag. Wow. So having Airbnb or being able to buy, bring my own box of tea and have hot water to heat it up, like that helps. That saves me a lot of money. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Do you have like any like favorite airlines that you or websites? One thing you can say about me is like I am not loyal to anybody. <laughs> Whoever this flight, well, literally, even when I'm using points, I have a few points everywhere. So I'm like, who has the cheapest one? I, I literally don't care. Well, where do you go, Monique? Are there are there websites that you go to that are like, um, when it comes to points, I'm going directly to the airline and like logging in. Okay, but the one uh, airline when I it's been so long since I purchased the. Flight, but the one that I could swear by was the flightdeal.com. There's also secretflying.com. You can use kayak.com to compare different flights. Google flights, that's one that I, I check often. Even if I know that I'm going to book a flight with points, I'm for some reason I'm still going to Google flights, seeing what they have. Because if it is like $150 or cheaper, I'll probably buy it instead of um, spending using my points. Oh, and another good way to save money is being open to different modes of transportation. So I've caught overnight buses, which in South America, that's a big thing, but I wasn't about that life there. <laughs> so buses, um, next year I'm doing a train between some cities, even though the flight was the same exact price, but the train, I can, I don't have to catch a, an hour train ride to the airport and then be there two hours early. I can go to the train station, sit in my seat. I'll be traveling a couple extra hours, but it'll be more convenient. And I'll be let off in a city center versus airport, our train ride. Like, it, it can be kind of inconvenient. Yeah. Where are you going next? Uh, I'll finally be going to Europe. So the first country I'll be starting in is Malta. I say I'll finally be going to Europe because that that's my preference. For some reason, that's just my favorite continent. Okay. And I just ended up in South America it was cheap. It was warm. Yeah, it's winter in Europe right now. So I just wanted to be in the sun. Oh, okay. So you're going to be there for how, how long? You said you're going on a, a tour, like to different countries? Yeah. Um. So everywhere that I plan to go, I'll be spending a month or longer. But after spending a month or a little over a month in Colombia, I realized a month is just good for me. Okay. I, around week three, I started to get restless. So let's keep it to a month. So I think this trip, I'm going to try to do three months. I only have two countries set up so far, but I'm trying to add a third one and then maybe I'll come home for a month and then set off for another three months. I'm also worried about switching my clothes out because I don't want to keep recycling things or I'll be packing for the winter, but then once I'm done, it'll be springish. So I just want to be able to have a new set of clothes to pack for the seasons. Oh, okay. Wow. That Living is the life. That is the yes. life. Maybe three months, maybe come back. <laughs> We'll see. We'll play it by ear. I'll play it. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I love it. I love it. That is really cool. Well, okay. What What do you want to tell our listeners like about you? Where we can follow you? Like, um, I know I've seen you um, on Instagram and follow some of your Instagram stories. So, like, how can our listeners follow you? Um, literally on all social media. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest. <laughs> I, you can find me at Wanderlust My Way. Uh, that's W-A-N-D-E-R-L-U-S-T-M-Y-W-A-Y everywhere. And then my website, which is where you can find sample itineraries, travel guides. You can contact me through there or my social media if you want. Um, my email is wanderlustmyway.com. Also, 
you can actually see the things that I'm doing in addition to my Instagram stories on my YouTube channel. I don't know how I forgot that. So just youtube.com slash way. And I do either vlogs when I'm in a country. So you'll literally wake up with me, go to bed with me, <laughs> or you can see like the different tours I do, like a walking tour, a canal tour. What's another tour? Um, when I was in Colombia, I did an Afro-Colombian tour to a town called cool. Palenque that was formed by African slaves. So wow. boom, there you go. Oh. Catch you there. Oh, I will be following along um, on all of your tours and just living through you vicariously (laughs) since I can't travel like that yet. 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 Yes. Put a a pin in it. That's right. Thank you so much, Monique. This was very insightful. I know I'm inspired to get my travel life together. Thank you. I hope someone else out there is inspired as well. Definitely let me know if you have any questions. Yes, we will. Thanks so much. Thank you. That's it for this week's show. Thanks for joining us and be sure to tune in next week. If you've enjoyed the show, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Got a question you'd like to ask or a praise report to share? Send us an email at minimalistchicks at gmail.com. For more information about the show, check out minimalistchicks.com and follow us on the gram and Pinterest at minimalistchicks.